He eased back on the power and the helicopter began to descend. He scanned the instruments, but he was flying by feel, as if the helicopter was an extension of his own body. One hundred feet, said his co-pilot. The helicopter slowly dropped, the backwash kicking up dust in the compound below. Ninety feet, said the co-pilot. The pilot smiled to himself. He didn't need the verbal reminder of how high they were. He could do this bit with his eyes closed. Eighty feet, said the co-pilot. All good. The pilot grinned. He knew it was all good. Compared to some of the missions he'd been on in Iraq, this was a piece of cake. At least no one was firing missiles at him. The helicopter began to shudder, and he had to fight the pedals to keep it from swinging around. What's the problem? asked the co-pilot. The nose pitched down and then just as quickly reared up. Both men scanned the instruments, trying to see if there was a technical problem, but everything seemed to be working perfectly. It was just that the helicopter was refusing to respond. It began to spin to the left as it continued to descend, faster now. Seventy feet, said the co-pilot. The juddering intensified and the pilot felt the rudder pedals banging up and down, beating a rapid tattoo on the soles of his feet. I'm losing it, he said. We're going to have to abort. The helicopter continued to spin, and the pilots pulled on the collective to increase power, then pushed the cyclic forward, trying to get the helicopter moving forward. We're going down, shouted the co-pilot. The pilot gritted his teeth as he fought to regain control of the helicopter, but nothing seemed to be working. It bucked and tossed like a living thing, and his hands were aching from the strain of gripping the controls. Help me with the cyclic, he shouted. I'm losing it. The co-pilot grabbed at the cyclic between his legs, but it was too late. The helicopter was spinning out of control and losing height rapidly. The pilot twisted round in his seat. We're going down, he shouted. Brace, brace, brace. His words were lost in the roar of the turbines, but the seals knew that they were in trouble and they grabbed onto whatever support they could find. The pilot turned back to the instruments but realised immediately that there was no point. If they were going to survive, he'd have to fly by instinct alone. The helicopter was spinning in an anti-clockwise direction, so he pushed the cyclic to the right to try to counteract it and pulled the collective up to full power. They were going to hit the ground, he was sure of that, so all he could do was to try to lessen the impact. Out of the corner of his eye, he caught a glimpse of the other Blackhawk. It was hovering just outside the northeast corner of the compound. He yanked the cyclic, trying to push the spinning helicopter away to the west. If he collided with the other helicopter, it would all be over. Thirty feet, shouted the co-pilot. They were still over the compound, spinning crazily. The perimeter wall was eighteen feet high. Brace for impact, the pilot screamed, though he knew that no one would hear him over the noise of the engines. He saw the house flash by, and realised that he was too far away to hit it, but he still had to worry about the wall. The power was on full, and the turbines were screaming, but the rotor blades just didn't seem to be generating any lift. Twenty feet. Below him was the wall, and then they were over it. 
but as he struggled to stop the spinning there was the sound of tortured metal, and the helicopter lurched to the left. The tail rotor had slammed into the wall and almost certainly disintegrated in the impact. The pilot reacted instantly, thrusting the cyclic forward so that the Black Hawk would hit the ground nose first. If they hit side-on, the main rotor would slam into the ground and the resulting crash would destroy the rotor blades and send lethal shrapnel through the cabin. He saw the ground rushing up at him, and then they hit hard, the cockpit shattering and the harness biting into his shoulders with such force that his right collarbone snapped. He could hear panicked shouts from behind him, and then everything went black. Go left, 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 shouted the co-pilot of Hello 2. But the pilot was already pushing the cyclic to the left to get it away from Hello 1. He was also pulling the collective up so that they gained height.